When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I give my money right. Oh, good morning, babe. Oh, good morning, babe. Oh, good morning, babe. But I will So 27 players got their money right last night. What a historic day. What a historic day for the first day of NBA free agency, man. Uh, I'm just hoping the Celtics can get themselves somebody over here so they can get their money right in a Celtics uniform. That's what I'm waiting for this weekend, fellas. Man, what a day last night. All these contracts are coming in. A lot more to come through this weekend. We got uh, a report that we have to talk about in terms of Al Horford. Choosing, Al. choosing between the Washington 2.0. Wizards and... And the Boston Celtics, it looks like that they are those are the two front runners to acquire Al Horford, fellas. This is huge, man. I this is the guy we haven't talked about this for the last few months. This is the guy I would love to see in a Celtics uniform. Whether that brings Durant with him or not, I think it's gonna be a great sign for the Celtics and it's gonna improve their roster. Yeah, I mean, I've I've convinced myself that Al Horford's gonna be a good signing for this team. Be uh, two two reasons. Is it because of the money that's well, being tossed around? Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Is right now when I looked at Al Horford before, I thought, ah, this isn't a max dude, man. I don't know if I want to pay throw all this money at this guy. He's turning thirty. Um, it, it's gonna be it's something that you're. I, I didn't want it to be just signing Al Horford just so the Celtics can sign a big name free agent, right? I didn't want that. But now when you look at it, you look at all the money that's being thrown, thrown around. I mean, it's it, it's out of control. I mean, Timothy, Tim, 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 sorry. <laughs> Don't Tim say Fee, Fee. it's Timothy. Mozgov got $64 million over four years, man. That's crazy. So the report that came out that says that Ainge has offered uh, Al Horford the four years at $113 million. Um, I, can, I can get on board on that, man. I can get on board on that because there was there was rumors he may sign because right now as we speak I believe that the Celtics are talking to Kevin Durant. We haven't signed Horford yet, so the whole idea of let's sign Horford, bring him to the meeting, see how we can pitch Kevin Durant with Horford on a team, that's gone. But even if I am now in the camp that even if we can't get Kevin Durant, which I think we can all say is probably more probable than not this year, I'm okay with them just signing Al Horford. I'm okay with it now. I think he can be a legitimate, even though, like, if you asked me a week ago, I would have said, I don't want Al Horford at all. But now seeing all the money that's around, I'm okay with it because he's going to be a stretch four, stretch five, going to fit the system perfectly. We're only going to have him. He just turned 30. You get him for four years. That's right at the tail end of his career where he could be effective. And especially if he starts stepping out to shoot threes more, which he has done, that's going to extend his career. So I don't know what you think about that, Joel, but well, I, I'm, all, I'm sort of okay with it now, I, I guess. Let me ask you all this, though. Do you think one signing will lead to the other? Like, does, does Horford not sign if Durant's not signing and same way, you know, vice versa? Is, it, is, that that, is it one of those scenarios where the Celtics could be left with neither? Or do you think Horford is 
you get him no matter what, and you convince him to come to the Celtics. And he's sort of deciding between, do I go to the Celtics or do I go to the Wizards without thinking about Durant, just thinking about himself. What do you think? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Everything is pending on Kevin Durant, right? They're not signing anybody because they still have to meet with him. And it looks like the Al Horford signing or pending signing is what's going to get the other shoe to drop. It's not saying that if Celtics definitely sign Al Horford, that Kevin Durant is like, yeah, Boston's the place I'm going to go to. Right. But I think that's what's going to get the ball rolling for the Celtics in free agency. I'm going to bring up one fear that I have about this. Is that is Al Horford only interested in the Celtics because we have the chance to get Durant? Do you think that like last night we rum- I, think, I think he just wants to be here though. But rumor rumor has it, right? We presented this offer last night where we sat down they had the meeting yesterday. On Friday night. Friday Friday mm-hmm. night. Then we had the meeting yesterday. They sat down with him. They gave him that four year one hundred and thirteen million offer. They knew they were gonna give him the max money, right? I mean, at that point you just say yes or no. I mean, if you want to think about Boston to Washington, I mean, it's really not much of a difference. I mean, Boston was a 48-win team last year. Washington certainly was not. They didn't even make the playoffs. Is Al Horford only interested in coming to Boston if he thinks that the Durant-Horford connection is going to be there? I mean, that that, I, that just came to me to say, why did he say no? Or why didn't he say yes last night? Well, I think it's definitely in his mind, but I think he also has to consider the fact that the Celtics have great cap space moving forward. They, of course, still have that top that's going to be, you know, we're talking about the Nets here. They just signed Jeremy Lin yesterday. Oh, and they got I Jordan it's Hamilton. To, it's safe to say that oh, there's a good oh, oh. chance the Nets will be a top five <laughs> pick next year. So you have that on the table. You can tell him, look, you know, next year's draft supposed to be, you know, top five, top stacked. Five. <laughs> top five, top five, top five. <laughs> next year's draft supposed to be stacked. We have plenty of cap space to grab somebody next summer if we don't grab it this summer. And even, even if we don't grab another person after you, another uh, roster-changing guy – we still have a great team to go out of the first round and maybe into the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, yeah, we've lost. You know, the Celtics lost Evan Turner. Evan Turner signed with the, with the Tim- uh, Timberwolves. Crazy money with the right Trailblazers there. yesterday. But you look at the rest of the roster. I mean, everyone else is intact. Everyone else is locked up for the next like two. I think Avery Bradley's two got years. two years left so on you, his contract. Exactly. So you have a Thomas two-year got window. Three. With these Crowder's guys. got four or five or something crazy like that. Right. You had Crowder's got to be sitting there like, what a, fuck, what a, di- what a difference One a year. week makes. What a difference a week makes. Right. Crowder? No, no, hold on. Oh. What a difference a week makes in terms of the draft until now free agency. Because now it's like, now, you, now, now you're presenting the, the current roster as like a good thing. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think, I, I guess that's, I don't, I don't 100% agree with that. Because this, this is what I'm saying. It's a good thing when you when you look at it and you say, we got these guys tied up long-term for good money, short money, right? And they're good players. The reason why I think you're going to be able to attract a Durant here or, you know, Horford may just sign here. But if, you, if you're going to get that big fish, you're going to say, all of this can change. You well, tell the us. Meeting, the meeting. So I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the roster. No, that's not, I, I'm just saying, right. though, with this meeting with Kevin Durant, it's affecting this roster whether 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 it means it's going to stay the same or it's going to be major changes because uh, you you still have to pick up Amir Johnson and Jarebko's you don't have option. To. I mean you don't have to but you still have that decision to make and I think we got a little bit of breaking news right yeah, now. Yeah, sorry, Joel. I don't want to cut you off. Oh here, boy! No, I, I was waiting for Joel. This to better be good, Sway. I right, mean, right. It, it's it's nothing crazy, but Al Horford has informed the Hawks that he's going to make his decision tonight. Woo! Saturday. Night. So we will find out. 
tonight, Saturday night. And by the way, shout out to everyone uh, tuning in through Periscope on Twitter. I also want to give a shout out to those guys before I get into this breaking news here. But okay, he's going to make a decision tonight. And the report is that the Celtics and the Wizards are still his favorites. Ooh, okay, okay. So he's informed the Hawks. In, in other words, he's pretty much told the Hawks, look, th- I'm, I'm leaning towards these two teams. And if you guys want to get in the mix, I mean, that's I, what. In my mind, they, they have to free up that, some space. Don't? They have to free up some space. Exactly. So it's that like, means Millsap may get traded. They, they're basically going to look at it and say, we can trade Millsap, you know, and if we want to sign Horford for big money, but I, they're not going to do that. He's not going back to the Hawks. There's no way he does. So you think that's what that report means, right? Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that report. That, that, that could re- be it. That report probably gives a deadline because Horford. Well, that, I mean, that's that's probably another reason why he's giving this deadline tonight because the Celtics are are meeting with Durant right now on Saturday. And and let's be honest, if Durant is going to sign with any other team than the Thunder, I don't think that Durant would go to that second Thunder meeting that's scheduled for tomorrow, I, for Sunday. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't think that Durant would end up saying. I'm going to meet with the Thunder twice and then still sign with another team. I think the whole meeting, the whole reason why he would go with that meeting on Sunday is because he's ready to sign the contract. If he gets sold today by the Celtics, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean says with a huge smile on his face. I don't know. The Clippers, the Clippers <laughs> blew him away. I know. So, well, I guess the Warriors had a really no. I don't. Did you hear about the Clippers meeting? Did you yeah. hear that Steve Ballmer was bawling his eyes out? Yeah. Did he blow him? <laughs> <laughs> Did he blow him, dude? Did he blow him? I don't know. And he didn't warn him when he was about Steve to release? Maybe Steve Ballmer. No, like, no. And then, and then he cried after he did it. Like, I can't believe I just did that. Like, he's like, guys, guys, this is how much I want you, man. Like, he I'll told, do anything. He told he, he told, he told uh, Durant, you know, let me know before you, you know, release. Let me know because uh, I, 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 I legitimately will. <laughs> if, if you're going to sign here, <laughs> that's an option. Lay it on the table. Take it or leave it. Uh, you know. I'm is Steve Ballmer. Is that Steve Ballmer's voice? <laughs> I, don't, I think it's now going to be Steve Ballmer's voice. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, I'm just saying. We'll change the condor for you. We'll make it something else. <laughs> the condor, the Steve Ballmer condor, man. Still looks like him, I swear to God. All right, let's bring in our guest of the show, man, for our, our free agency show here Saturday. Uh, we're waiting to see what happens with Al Horford. <laughs> we're waiting to see what the uh, the next big signing is. Let's see what Zach Pelequin thinks of uh, Causeway Street Podcast. He's also on uh, Off the Wagon Podcast. A frequent uh, visitor of the show. What's up, Zach, man? Thank you for joining us on this uh, 4th of July weekend. Zach and a, and a great writer to our staff as well. Yes. That's right. He's a he's Causeway. Fantastic writer. Oh, fantastic that, I'm sorry. Writer. You're right. Fantastic. Yeah, you got to use a better <laughs> adjective than great if you're talking <laughs> about writing. Pulitzer Prize winning author over here. You <laughs> yo, know, just yo. writing the most beautiful stuff going. Yo, let him know, Zach. Let him know. I mean, don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Yeah. <laughs> don't let Joel just, you know, throw you these uh, medium <laughs> labels as thought, how good I your thought, writing is. I thought great was a great adjective. Uh, great is. Uh, great is like the worst adjective to uh, say somebody's great. Take it from a fantastic writer. Great's just an average <laughs> word, you know? <laughs> What's a better word? You should tell us. You know, you're the fantastic writer. I didn't, mean, a, to, what, I didn't mean to lowball you. My bad. He, he, Zach's, like a, Zach's like a thesaurus, man. What's another word for, for great? Come on. Let you all know. School him real quick. Well, he used fantastic. For great? Yeah. Other than fantastic. Yeah, fantastic was the first one that came to mind, but Superb. that was kind of fruity. I'm trying to, I'm trying to start, think of something a little... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I got a poster of Paul Pierce over here. I, I should just call myself the truth, I guess. Oh, I mean, my goodness. None better. <laughs> well, <laughs> see you later, Zach. That's a great way to stay humble, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zach, $1.6 billion were tossed around yesterday throughout the entire NBA. Let me ask you, man, what's the uh, the, the, the craziest uh, what-the-fuck signing 
that you can think of that happened it's yesterday. WTF sway. Don't say those bad words. Because I have a couple in mind, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to get to one of them. So I want to hear your reaction to uh, to one of the craziest signings that you couldn't believe happened yesterday. Which one? Which one is the? Which one tops the list? Honestly, there was a few of them that I was just scratching my head. Like, I mean, obvious, the obvious one that everyone's going to be talking about probably for the next decade will be Timmy Mozgov going to the Lakers. I mean, what the yes. hell was that all about? $60 million for a backup center. So we'll yeah, see that how that bad. works out. I mean, he's, he's not a horrible player. He was all right with Cleveland when they used him correctly. He was okay in Denver when they used him before. But, I mean, $60 million, I think the Lakers are going to look back on that a year or two from now when their young guys start developing a little bit and they actually do want to go after a player for that kind of money. And they're going to be sitting there saying, why the hell did we just do that? But that was probably the most glaring one. You think he's an upgrade over uh, uh, Hibbert? Oof. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the he's same, right? a little bit younger, I think. They're, they're pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think they got any better by doing it. But well, the Mozgov thing is, is white, we, so... <laughs> so what does that mean? So what, Hibbert, Hibbert's automatically better just, than him? What I'm does just that talking mean? about major differences between the all two right. players, that's all. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I thought we were going down a nappy, no, but, nappy hair route again. No, I didn't, I didn't say shit. All right, so Zach. <laughs> yeah, why'd you have to bring that up, Joel? So Zach, okay, let's... Yeah. let's uh, I can't think we're not periscoping anymore. Fuck let's that. give Zach, let's give Zach a, a, a selfish question now. So the sure. rumor uh, proposed deal is... Uh, Sean, correct me if I'm right. What is it for next year? If for wrong for uh, Al Horford, Al Horford. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> correct Al me Horford. if I'm right. Only if I'm right. $28, 28 million for next year. No, wait. No, twenty four. It's four years. One hundred and thirteen million dollars. One hundred thirteen. But next year he would get what? Twenty. It would be. It would be right around an average average annual value. I think of like twenty eight point six. Twenty eight point six. How do you feel about that signing if that were to go through? And what do you think the Celtics? What, what do you think the Celtics' chances are in, in bringing him in? Well, according to all reports, especially Woj over there at the Vertical, who is probably the best basketball writer going, he, um, you know, he's saying that they're right in it. And it's, it seems as if between them and uh, D.C., Washington Wizards, or that's really who he's bouncing back and forth between. And for me, I don't see where the Wizards have shown you over the last few years that they're building in the right direction. Yeah, you have John Wall. Yeah, you have Bradley Beal. But you're talking about a team outside of that that's been kind of up and down and all around. They haven't really shown a steady increase like Boston has. Boston, for the last three years, has gotten better every single year, and you can see their progress. And Horford got to see him you know, up close and personal in the first round of the playoffs. So I think they're in good shape. In terms of the contract, because of the cap going up so much this year, and the, the cap floor going up so much this year, you almost have to make this deal, even if you don't think the money is right, just to be able to fulfill the need to be able to get into that, that uh, cap area that they're going to have to be in. Horford, for me, is the, a key piece in this Durant thing. I think if they're talking, if there's any type of communication between the two, that's got to be a good thing because now it sounds like Boston's the only place that they could meet up at. And if they have any intention on playing together, that's the place that they're going to meet. So that's in Boston's favor. But outside of that, I mean, you got to do it. And and for me, I think by the end of this weekend, I'm going to be on a very, very harsh grade for Danny Ainge and what he did this summer. If he can't start to land some of these free agents, because we've already seen a ton of talented guys go off the board. Yeah. They've been overpaid, but a ton of talented guys go off the board over the last 24 hours. That would have helped Boston tremendously. And now they're out of the picture and Boston's going to have to pick up the scraps coming into this weekend because it looks like they're holding still with prayer that they're going to get Durant and Horford. And that's going to be the core going forward. So we'll see what happens, but fingers crossed over here. So out of the two teams, the Celtics should be able to, to trump the, 
the Wizards, right? Because I'm thinking, I don't know, man. I'm thinking that mm, it should go that close, way, man. But in the back of my mind, exactly, I feel like it's it's a lot closer than than, than it should it, be. Than it should be, you know, because we said at the top of the show with the cap space, with the talent, with the you know the direction, the direction, the core, the coach. I mean, this should be like a no brainer if you're Al Horford, right? Between these two teams, yeah, one would think. Um... But the only yeah, difference I mean, it, is John Wall. I think that's the major difference is you get to play with a guy like John Wall as opposed to Celtics' best player is Isaiah Thomas. I mean, Yeah, but Isaiah Thomas, you have Avery Bradley, you have Jay Crowder. I mean, this is a team that was a top three team in the East for half the season. Right, but I also think that I, I just – I think if you look at it, if Al Horford would be the final piece of that um, Washington team because – They've already got John Wall locked up to some big money, and then you got Bradley Beal locked up some big money, and then if you sign Al Horford for twenty eight mil a year, I mean, that's your team. That's that team's not going to win anything. Al Horford should be able to look at that and say, "We're not going to be able to go out and get Kevin Durant coming here unless you trade John Wall. You're not going to be able to get a guy that's going to put you over the edge." And I mean, John Wall's a great player. He's probably a top ten, top twelve player in the league, maybe top fifteen. I don't know, but realistically, I am. Um, the Celtics, the Celtics should look like a better option for him because it gives him more options. Yeah, agreed. And then you also have to talk, throw on top of that that Washington currently has two ball-dominant guards. What's Horford's shots going to look like? I mean, he's going to be sitting there in the post or, you know, shoot if they want to play a high screen and roll, which is my favorite offense. How many shots is Al Horford really going to get in that offense? It's, it seems like it's going to be Beal taking the three, Wall taking the three, and if they can get out on the break, that's pretty much the offense. You know, there's really no – you know, mix or match in my mind that they're going to be able to get Horford the ball. He comes to Boston. He's immediately, if not the number one, definitely the number two in terms of touches for the ball, especially in the post for yeah. a team that does like to, to run that high, uh, high screen and roll, get the big man going. We've seen it with Kelly. We've seen it with Amir Johnson. He's going to have the ball in his hands all the time. And he's one of those guys where I think they're going to surround him with a good situation and say, Hey, Al, you want to come here? Obviously the Durant thing is a huge appeal. If they can get that to go through, if not, we'll find us ourselves a defensive center to play the center position because that's another huge thing for him. He doesn't want to have to guard you know, the, other, the other team's big man and best big man. He wants to be able to get away from that so he doesn't have to beat up on his body over the next four years so maybe he can get another contract after this, Max. Ian Mahimi, that is my guy. How do you feel about Ian Mahimi? You went from Bismack Biombo to Ian Mahimi really well, quick. Well, well, if Bismack Biombo <laughs> didn't go nuts in the playoff series, I would say go after him. But I don't want to see Bismack Biombo be signed for twenty four million. Hold on, quick, quick and question. You get two max guys. Going back to the Wizards real quick. Do the Wizards have a coach right now? Uh, Whitman. Yeah, was they fired. got Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks. Oh, Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks. Right, yeah, right, they got okay. Scott Brooks from uh, all right, all right. from his from OKC days. Let's. Yeah. Anyways, let's. Uh, <laughs> Scotty. Bobby Davidson. Bobby Davidson. <laughs> Yeah, of Do you Bobby always think Davidson. about Bobby Davis every time I say OKC? Oh, OKC is brought up? Yes. Yeah, me too. Immediately. I thought it was just me. Zach, Zach, Zach has Zach, no so Zach. clue what y'all talking, talking about. Yeah, anyways, so Zach, <laughs> with, with this signing alone, adding Al Horford to the, to the Celtics, do you think Eastern Conference Finals, is that ambitious for this team? Or is that should that be the ceiling of how good this team is going to be next year if they're able to add Al Holford? I think it's pretty realistic. I mean, you're looking at the Eastern Conference, which has been obviously open for the last two or three years, especially with Cleveland kind of at the top and then everyone else behind them. Toronto seems to have a pretty good core built up there. I love what the Pacers have been doing this offseason. I think they're moving in a great direction. They're probably a top-four team going into next season for me. Detroit is young. They're getting better. They were able to retain Drummond. It seems like they're moving in the right direction. Miami might be crumbling. I mean, if Dwayne Wade walks away from them, major question marks there. But 
New yeah, York, I mean, too. New York, too. If he, if he exactly. goes to the Knicks. If he ends up in New York, Ooh. that could be a very, very tough-looking team. That's uh, a good team. Nobody, you're going to have a bunch of, bunch of older guys who have injuries, but nobody's going to have to shoulder the load for every single game. They'll be able to kind of take turns with that. And so still, in the playoffs, well. in the playoffs too, I mean, if you're asking, if you can if you can baby that team into like a 5-6 seed into the playoffs, I mean, you got healthy exactly. Dwayne Wade, healthy Derrick Rose, Carmelo, um, Noah, Noah, Jackie, Jackie. Noah. Don't forget about Noah. Come on, man. I forgot. I actually <laughs> forgot about him. Hey, by the way, does anyone else? Does anyone else think it was mad creepy that picture that he took when he signed with the Knicks? Did you guys see that picture he put on oh, his Instagram? No. The way the way his hair was. The way his Pretty hair. Sure every picture he takes yeah, is creepy. I, I was about to say that. That's uh, every every picture looks. Oh, he looks creepy. Jesus, man, he literally looks like he should be at, like a frontman for Slayer, man. Like I, love, I don't. I, love the fact, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I love the fact that the Knicks had to compete with no one. To acquire his and they still were like, here's eighteen million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> like he, they could have put an offer on the table for twelve million and just seen it, what yeah. would have happened, yeah, yeah. and then he would have signed about a week from now with the Knicks because no one's giving that guy more than twelve. Yeah, but can you guys really picture no. Dwayne Wade in another uniform though? I don't know. Uh, well, I, don't know, I was listening to the radio I, I, today. I hear the, I hear the Bucks are, are a possibility. Yeah, but see, I, I don't, <laughs> no, no, I don't no, like no, that no, scenario. No, I don't no, think no, no, that no. team needs Dwayne Wade. Wade. Will not go to the Milwaukee. That, remember, remember where the Bucks play? Milwaukee. Hey. He's not going from Miami yeah, to that, Milwaukee. Free, that's a good point. Go there's a free roster spot now. He but that's did, a good point. He did go to Marquette, <laughs> which I guess I can see. That's a little connection right there. Yeah, but you don't you don't go from Miami to Milwaukee, right? You, you don't, don't go, you don't live you don't, in Miami for you don't it, get out of Marquette. Years, you then, don't get out of Marquette, Wisconsin, and then uh, they, yeah, Milwaukee. I don't think it's a town, but whatever. It's, it's in, in Wisconsin. It's in Wisconsin. Yeah. You don't leave Wisconsin, go to Miami, and then decide. I miss Wisconsin. You don't. <laughs> that doesn't happen. All right. He would go from Miami to New York, Miami to LA. That's where he's going. He's not uh, going back up to the Wisconsin. Bucks, the Bucks just signed uh, Zach, your boy. Um, what's his name? He's playing Phoenix last last season. Then he played with the Nets. Teltovich. Mirza Teletelovich. Yeah. yeah, that that was that I was. Think it, I think no, it's Teletovich, guys. Teletovich. Oh, oh. They way Teletovich. overpaid for him. They way overpaid to whatever the hell you want to call him. They're way overpaid for him. It's like 38 mil. Who didn't get overpaid yesterday? Well, I know, but still, Teletovich, Teletovich, Teletomivich, whatever you want to call him, he got way too much money because he was an all right player for Phoenix last year in, in, in an offense that had a lot of injuries. The Bucks, where is he going to fit in on the Bucks? He's going to be like the eighth dude off the bench, and you're paying him all this money. Yeah, see, the Bucks, in my There's opinion. another roster spot available. That's in case you missed it. That's coming up. Yeah, I'll but. Let you know why. Oh. It, Oh, yeah. great, great tease, Joel. Tease. In my opinion, they needed like a, a more of a rim protector, and he's the complete opposite of that. Well, one one steal I want to talk about from yesterday, which I think is getting way overlooked, and we sort of brought it up a little bit ago. Al Jefferson for three years and thirty million dollars. He's Al Jefferson only got ten million dollars a year. Well, that's what that's what. Are like, you kidding? Jeremy Lin got twelve. No, I understand that, but that's like <laughs> that's that's been his market the last few years since he left Utah. But he's got no more than ten, twelve million. But that's Larry Legend right there. That's Larry Legend telling no. you, like, look. But listen though, you're everybody is getting paid above market a market value. Like ten million dollars for Al Jefferson would have been probably a good contract last year in the cap. Last year, what did he get last year? He got like twelve million last year. Yes, and he went. I don't. I don't understand it. Maybe there's some big medical problem that we don't know about, and he knows about. And he was just like, "Fine, thirty million dollars guaranteed. I'm good because I probably won't play another game in the NBA." I don't know. I know he was injured injured last year, but that contract right. has me scratching my head. Well, he's a good. He's a good backup. He's a good backup for the Pacers. Um, Zach just mentioned that the Pacers are are they're probably going to be top four in the East. It depending on what other moves they decide to make between now and the beginning of next season, but look out for look out for them. I think they're they're the ones making 
major moves. All right, yeah. Zach. Aside from <laughs> the big names, aside from Kevin Durant and uh, Al Horford, it always happens to you, man. Besides those Joel's two guys, the king of the awkward silence. Who's the next? Who's the next uh, free agent the Celtics should target if they're unable to to bring these guys in? Who Who's left for the Celtics to go and get? Well, he's going to demand pretty big money, but I think he kind of fits exactly what you'd want in Boston. And I know it's going to be sacrilege to even bring his name up, but Paul Gasol is out there. I mean, he's a guy that I think you can get him for two or three years. Yeah, you'd have to spend big money on him, but you're talking about a big who can shoot it, who's going to be able to do pretty much all the same things that you'd get from Horford, but he is, what, 33, 34 years old. So he's a guy that I have my eye on going into next week if things fall through this weekend. Uh, there's a few other guys a little bit further down the list. Maybe, like you said, in Mahinmi. He's a guy that I think could really on, help Zach, Austin. That, that's not even close, bro. <laughs> no, that's my dude, man. <laughs> That's my dude, Ian Mahimi. I mean, no one's really talking about him. I, no, I think he would be great for the Celtics. Try it again, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, yeah, you're fine, Zach. Don't worry. Ian don't. Mahimi. Hey. I thought you were saying try again, like give, bring up somebody else. That's I'm what I know. thought. I thought that's what he meant. Then I realized you're talking about the way he pronounced his name. I thought, I, thought, I thought Sean was doing the classic, like when you order like food that you didn't want or like something bad. Yeah. I'm sending this one back. Yeah, Bring, something, right. bring, bring me something else. Why don't you try that again? But hell yeah, I actually the same thing. If the Celtics go out and sign an Ian Mahimi, you like him? Or a Bismack Biambo? No, because they're going to be giving oh, minimum 18 mil a year but to those dude, chumps. But dude, they are chumps. But that's the norm now. That's no, the norm. That is not the norm. That is not the norm. Who's left? I'd, okay, I will. I will you, find a player. You mentioned Nick Batum. You know who I'd Gone. much rather have? You know who I'd much rather have Marvin Williams, Mahimi, Mahimi, or um, that's on no no list. Mahimi or um, Bismack, which are both of uh, Mahimi didn't make my no no list because I didn't think Mahimi would actually be a, a name that was brought up. I know, I know. Ew, at the Maurice Spates. I was thinking about Festus Azili, baby. Oh, fuck Festus. I would much it's rather have him. He has awful hands. Dude, he's so limited offensively. Yeah, Joel oh, said it. He, Joel oh, had to oh, no. hit it on the nose. <laughs> awful hands. No, 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 no. But you're right. Bismack yeah. Biambo is so gifted offensively, hey, right? I'm talking about Mahimi. I'm on to Mahimi now. Bismack Biambo was an option when he was going into the playoffs when we were he doing got, this show, got, and he didn't go nuts in that Biambo playoff better series. better hands than, than, Listen, than uh, Festus. I'm sorry, but there is no way that I'm signing Biambo, Mahimi, Azili, or Spates over just bringing back Amir Johnson for $12 million next year, okay? Amir Johnson does the exact same thing that those guys do with a little but better offensive game. You're still going to need two more bigs, though. If Sollinger and Zeller aren't back, well, I would bring, they don't I would bring back Sollinger. Sheets, you have to, I would bring oh back Sollinger. God, stop. No, <laughs> no. Zach's, Zach's fair uh, Celtics player right I there. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could talk to Sollinger as Sollinger sees all this money going up and say, all right, Jared, Here's can, here's an see, offer sheet for the one year for extension. One year. Yeah, exactly. One year. Make your money. You're gonna go out and not. You're gonna maybe make eight million dollars if you go out in the open market and you and you decline this exception. No way. Money's being tossed around. It's probably like ten or up. I I still don't think Sullen is gonna fit that mold, man. Well, anyway, Solomon Hill got fifty two million. There you go. Who knows? Solomon Hill. Yeah, Solomon. It made, made, made you get choked up just saying it, huh? Well, actually, that was a burp. Okay. I love Mahimi, man. No. I think Mahimi's good. Man, we're so, I don't know. Look, I like Amir Johnson, but in terms of protecting the rim, I mean, how good of a rim protector is he? How good of a defender is he? You know, how many games were the Celtics, you know, were, they were forced to put him on the bench because he was in foul trouble or, you know, he wasn't fitting the 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 way they the way they run the the run the floor. I feel like sometimes he would get caught behind and he was inconsistent and also that's not entirely his fault. He wasn't 100% healthy. You know, he talked about uh, having ankle and knee problems towards the end of the season, and I think that initially 
that was something that he didn't talk about until later in the season, which made more sense because I felt like in the beginning of the season, he looked better than he did towards the end. Zach, how do you feel about Amir Johnson? I, I have no problem with him. I think he's him along with Jonas Jurevko, they're going to wait on them until they know exactly what's happening with Horford and Durant. If they don't sign, I think by Monday you're going to see both of those options picked up just to be able no, to – No, but they, 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 they have until the July 3rd to pick up those options or they're going to be waiting. Seventh, they, ex- they extended, oh, they extended it? it? Oh, okay. Yesterday. All right. There you yeah. go. Cool. I mean, I'm looking at the centers that are still available out there too. It's not pretty, right? Well, it's not I'm pretty. I'm telling you, man. After Whiteside, but- <laughs> White Biombo. Mahimi's the, it's the best available But center. what about a guy just like, like Cole Aldrich just is out there to take up space and be a defender? Stop I mean, it. you could probably get him much cheaper than those guys. And a better offensive option out of the guys we've been talking about. Well, look though. at look at Mahimi's numbers from last year. I mean, you're talking about a guy who can get you, you know, 10 and 8 a game. And, yeah, you're going to have to pay 15 mil, 17 mil a year to get him. But if you could get I, Mahimi, honestly, if you could get him for 15 After seeing mil, Evan Turner get the money that he did, you, you, got, you almost have to make it if, if he's out there. But, I mean, we're talking about things that are hopefully Horford signs and we don't even have to deal with this BS. So. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so have our Very collective true. fingers crossed there. Uh, one other player that I did want to throw out there, though, this guy's been injured his entire career, but he's a scorer and one of the best shooters when he gets going. Humphreys. One of those guys like Eric Gordon. Zaza Pachulia. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. I'm not saying no to myself. No to Eric Gordon. We get enough guards there, there old Zachary boy. We don't need another yeah, guard. Yeah, none of your guards can score from the perimeter, so you, you need one that can do that. And like, I think Eric you know, is one of those guys that might be able to fit that mold. They're going to have to make a deal with all those guards anyway. I think that's another thing that we have to yeah. eventually – think about but well yeah that's something they have to do eventually I mean, that's probably what we're, we're going to see during the season at least reason why i don't want to the reason why i don't want to give uh, eric gordon any money is because we could have gotten eric gordon better than eric gordon at the number three pick overall you could have gotten jamal murray you could have gotten buddy healed why do you think eric gordon's not getting signed by the pelicans right now because they drafted buddy healed they drafted a better shooting guard than him Oh, well, well, why don't we ask Zach? How do you how did you feel about the draft since we didn't talk to you last week? <laughs> I just almost got so uh, amped up there. Uh, well, about that draft, um, I think uh, to to be quite frank, I think Danny dropped the ball. To to be totally upfront, I think um, you know yes, you had that did. number three pick. There was there was nobody there at number three that made sense for this team. They picked the guy that they like, and I think Jalen Brown could be a very nice player. I'm not going to say he he's not a good player, but you're talking about a guy who's going to take probably two, three years to really develop and really be that player that we hope he can be, which is, you know, what, you know, Jay Crowder may be better than Jay Crowder. And, and now we're, you're sitting there, you had these deals on the table and, and all the reported deals that they had out there, maybe being able to go get a guy like Nerlens Noel, maybe being able to go get a guy like Jalil Okafor who could have fit, fit a need young player, a little bit more polished than what you have in a guy like Brown but they go and make the pick anyway. I was totally disappointed with that. And for me, Jalen Brown is now the beginning of, okay, Danny, if this team isn't where it's supposed to be over the next two and three years, yep. you're wearing that pick. Exactly. Um, after that, I mean, I'm anxious to see what happens with Yabaselli at 16. It sounds like he is going to come play with them for the summer league. If he makes the team and he's going to play with them next year, we're going to get a, a firsthand look of what it is that he can be. Between him and Jordan Mickey and Ben Benzel, you have a pretty good undersized four set there. you got like three Brendan Basses, so we'll Hell see yeah. if one of them or two of them can figure it out. I, I personally like him as a player. I just think they took him a little bit 
earlier than they needed to. Uh, Zizic, I love at 23. He's a guy that they're probably going to stash for next year, but Definitely. there's no such thing as a bad pick when you're going to get a guy who's you know right around seven feet, tough on the inside, 19 years old. He's got time to develop. So that's a guy that you know a year from now we're going to probably end up really liking that pick. Uh, they traded 31 35. This is where you start, Danny, start to get back into his groove, make yeah. the deal. Now you're looking two years down the road. He could have another first rounder, depending on what the, uh, the Grizzlies look like. Demetrius Jackson, fantastic pick yes, at 45. I was going to ask you, but I saw you, I saw you making your draft. way down. I saw you making your way down. I'm like, yes, get to him, get to him. I love that pick. <laughs> I love that yeah, pick. Yeah, that was fantastic value pick there. A kid who can play both the point and the two guard, can shoot it from the outside a little bit. Tough as all hell. He's been going to the Final Four Elite Eight for the last two years in a row, so he's a winner. He knows what to do out there. I was actually hoping they were going to pick his running mate, uh, Zach August, uh, at 58. Yeah. I don't believe he was ever picked, so he's out there. Well, I, I just can't believe he, he fell out of the first round because this wasn't, a, this wasn't a point guard yeah. heavy draft. And I, I thought, exactly. honestly, in my opinion, I thought he was he's, he's a better, he's more of, more of a dynamic point guard than, than Tyler Eulis. But I think that a lot Tyler of teams got are in the first set round. at the point guard position. You know, I think a lot of teams are yeah, pretty much set there in the NBA. They have either their young yeah. point guard they're building around or they have their established veteran. So well, I think I think the point guard position is almost becoming like the running back position in the NFL where yeah. there's just so many good point guards mm-hmm. out there that you can get them in the second round now, give them a year or two to develop in your system, and then, bang, you've got yourself a guy who's just outside of being an all-star. Well, that that and and the fact that your point guard doesn't have to necessarily necessarily have to be your main playmaker. Exactly, on the squad. exactly. Right, right. I mean, we brought that up last week. Cleveland this year and the Warriors last year, and and you had LeBron bringing up the ball most of the time, and even and even uh, Draymond Green bringing up the ball most of the time for the Warriors. Yeah. So your point guard necessarily doesn't have to be your main playmaker. He just needs to be short. Yeah. <laughs> like literally. Which actually, which actually brings me to my to my my next point, talking about. Um, Playmakers on the Celtics, right? Evan Turner, gone now. Mm, we got to get into that. We, we, you worried about that, Joel? Well, that was one of my concerns last week when we were talking about Jalen Brown, right? Right. That now Jalen Brown looks like he's going to be playing a lot more minutes, especially if they don't replace Evan Turner. Jalen Brown won't be playing many minutes. Why I said do you more keep minutes. saying that? Like, why, why do you say that as if, like, he was, you know, a second-round pick and we're putting him in a situation where he has to play? I mean— why can't Jalen Brown get minutes? Why wouldn't he be in the rotation next year? I I just I look. He's going to be I in the rotation. At the draft, Jalen Brown was obviously one of those dudes that you look at and say, "Okay, we got the new number three pick. Let's see who's available." I I everything. So who's about, gonna play over him? Everything about Jalen Brown coming out of college. Not a lot of wings on the squad. Everything about Jalen Brown coming out of qual- college just just didn't seem right to me, and I just I just don't think that he's gonna translate into the NBA. When he when he was he's, a great high school player. When he starts balling. I can't wait to rub this in your face about how wrong you are about Jalen. Trust Brown. me, if he starts balling, I will be the first to say that I am surprised by him. I'm not saying I'm not okay. So I'm disappointed with the pick. I'm disappointed because I don't think you should have reached to get Jalen Brown. I hope he develops into an NBA player. I just don't see that happening right now. And I hope, I hope that I am pleasantly surprised to see that Jalen Brown is making an all-star team in three years. But to tell you the truth, that, that shit far. ain't going to happen. Well, I, I wouldn't mean, go see, that see, far. You're going, you're going from like one extreme to the yeah. next. Okay, okay. What do you, so my whole, my what do you whole want thing, it to be? No, my whole thing is Celtics need wing players, right? 
They just let one walk away. Yeah, and now you have an ideal so wing, this is, this someone is, who can so slash, this, someone this, who can attack is, the hoop. This is their plan B. This is what we were talking about last week, or at least what I was saying. So this you is their did plan the, B. So you drafted a number three overall pick in the draft to what, be a plan B to Evan Turner. That is a waste of a pick. Evan what, Turner's so one of the best players of the team last year, though. He was their best playmaker, hands down. Yes or no? Sure. I, I'll get, fine. Okay. I'll give Zach, it to you. Let me, let me ask Zach. Zach, what do you think? Yep. You, what do you think now? Now that Evan Turner's gone, doesn't the Jalen pick look a little more better? I'm not saying like it's like it was an awesome pick. It looks like it makes more it sense. It looks like it makes more sense now for the Celtics and their system. Yeah, it does. I, I think they took Brown with the thought in mind that he could be a very good player. It's just for today. Like for the need, for the need I, that the Celtics. Jalen Brown isn't a playmaker. No, I'm not, I'm not, we're not talking I about a playmaker. Yeah, we're talking about a wing. But you just said Evan Turner was our best playmaker last year. I know because I was I was going back to. But Jalen well, Brown I, can't replace that. Well, what, 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 what I, I meant is, to, what I mean, Chris Dunn would have been a better playmaker. No, what no, I no, meant no. is is having a guy come off the bench and and fill in that role that that Evan Turner was. Evan Turner was well, our sixth man. Smart has to fill that role. Now he does. Yeah, I'm not saying Jalen Brown's going no, to be. He boom, he's, to. Your, he's your sixth man, but I'm saying that for that guy who he, can come he replaces in, replaces a wing. That's all I'm saying. And give you minutes. Right, he can replace the two. He can replace a three. He's flexible like that. No, pending no other free agent. And, and Zach brings up a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Now I, Marcus Smart is sort of, you know, he's sort of in the hot seat. Like You have to man. be our sixth man. You have to come in. You have How to produce. How confident are you guys And you have that? to work on that shot. How well, confident are you guys about he, that? He, because I know I'm a big Marcus Smart guy, and you guys weren't. No, no, no. You're saying you didn't draft a guard. You didn't draft Chris Dunn. I wasn't even huge on Chris Dunn, right? Because I said trade the darn pick, right? Just trade it. I don't want anybody. This I think a lot of people wanted, them, wanted that pick to be traded. Right. But then when you draft them, you got to draft the best player. Chris Dunn or Jamal Murray or Buddy Heald. Zach, I know Zach was big on Buddy Heald. <laughs> we had a little argument. I don't care. Any of those three players, I could have sat there you and said, said, you said, well. You said Bender last week. Even Dragon Bender. No, I would have taken Bender because you know why? Zach, would you have taken Bender? Why would you? Oh, God, no. Zach, let me ask you something, though. This is what I brought up last sure. podcast. If you're going to draft and stash – Two of your first-round yep. picks, two of the three of your first-round picks, why not just draft and stash the best player you can and then probably when you're going to look at it and when it's all said and done, whoever went in the teens, there's going to be a player there that's probably going to be better than Jalen Brown. I don't know what player it is, but there were some good players, whether it be Malik Jackson from Florida State or um, um, the guy, the big man from Kentucky, Scalabissier. You could have taken a chance on him. I would have rather if, – if you're going to take two of your picks and draft and stash them, you might as well draft and stash the best dude on the friggin' on the board that is that you don't know about because you reach for those I, – I, I'm talking like it's last podcast, but that that's, that's sort of my thinking behind it. If you're going to draft for not next year, you might as well get the best player that's not going to contribute next year. Well, Jalen Brown is going to contribute this year, though. That's kind of the point. That's, I think yeah, at 16, that's, that's, that's at 16 and at. 23 – 16 and 23, it's kind of like, what are the odds that you're going to hit on those picks anyway? How many guys actually turn into productive starter or all-star quality players after the, you know, after the lottery? The percentages are super low. It's like 10% of players picked after that are actually going to make an all-star game in their career. And yeah, it's becoming more and more, you're seeing more players after that pick develop better and, and become better players because of how thick the talent pool has gotten. But for me, it, what are you going to do? You're going to take all three of your first round picks and maybe none of them become players that you're ever going to use. You know, that's a little well, dangerous. I mean, you could have easily traded up at some point. You could have looked at Milwaukee who wanted to take Thonmaker, and say, Hey, 
Don Maker, you don't, if, even if you want him, you can get him at 16. Let's move up. Take our two first-round picks. We'll draft at number 10. Yeah. That, that was the easy that's – the, that's the easiest thing to do and say, Don Maker's not going top 15. You'll get him at 16. Don't waste your number yeah. 10 pick. We'll take 10. You take 16 and 23 and go from there. That's it. I mean, I think at the end of the day, potentially the Celtics drafted Jalen Brown because they were like, we could lose Evan Turner, who he does two things for you, right? He's, a, he's, an, he's another wing, and he's, a, and he's a playmaker. Yeah, I get it. Jalen Brown is not a playmaker, but Zach just, Zach just brought up a great point with Marcus Smart. Now maybe it's time for Marcus Smart to come in and, and step up and be that guy and, and, and if they don't sign anybody else. I know, but that's asking a lot of Marcus Smart. Be- because you drafted poorly, now you have to well, now is, you have this to take— be, This is going to be year three for him. Well, because you drafted—so so let's not forget, right? Let's not forget, Marcus Smart wasn't the number three overall pick. No, no, but it's going to be year Marcus Smart three was the sixth overall pick, okay? Mm-hmm. Still a high draft pick, but your expectations at six are a lot different than your expectations at three. But because you, you failed to draft a, a player you believe in at three— you're asking now your number six overall pick to pick up the slack. Well, yeah, it's but, completely but, but, unfair, wait, but and it's completely an awful Dutra, draft this strategy. Is a, this is a guy who has shown that he can score at a high level. This is a guy who had a not a great series, but he had a couple of big games in that Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks series. You know, this is a guy who guarded. No, smart. I, 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 uh, no, he, don't tell me about smart because I am a big smart. Guy. No, I know, but I'm saying no. I'm saying with that being said, with, with what we've seen out of him, it's not crazy to ask. For him to be yeah, the not, sixth man, just in year, step into in this year, role. Not in year three. Not in year three. Not in so, year which three. is fine. Which is fine to 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 get that out of him and to maybe expect that out of him. But the reasoning behind why we're now expecting that out of him to make that big jump in year three is because you drafted so poorly yeah, things, this year. But things could change. I'm but just saying, pending, jump. pending, you know, any other free agents that they could sign. Eight. I'm not saying that there's a lot that that's still out there. Well, let's, but the Celtics could. Could, they could still trade too. Man, it's not this, like this. This not draft like is a wormhole, man. This is supposed to be free well, agent frenzy. We're all well, talking about the draft. Well, I mean, again, it, man. It, it goes hand in hand. It does. Look future. what you did, Zach. Look what you did, Zach. <laughs> what the fuck? Speak, yeah, man. I was, just, I was just listening. I'm just, I'm just taking it all in right now. Just letting it go. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could, I could rant about the draft for days, dude. All right, so, so uh, it was, go, go ahead. My thing is, I don't have a problem with Jalen Brown, the pick. Um, at that point, you're you're at number three. Yes, you want to get a very good player at number three, but there was no clear-cut third-best player in this draft. So who they picked was who they liked the most for me. My issue with this draft is you just held on to a third pick in a draft where there was no third-best player. Thank you. you know, and that's the issue. You you have to find a way to trade that pick and find a player that's going to be a productive player on the Celtics roster. It's, it's insane to me that you know every, every big media outlet said – during the draft, that it was Nerlens Noel, it was Robert Covington, and it was what twenty four and twenty six. The deal was on the table. The Sixers said, "Pick done. We'll you know we'll make this thing happen." And Boston said, "No, that's not good enough. You don't have a big man that has any level of potential to get anywhere near Nerlens Noel." And you just let that slide through your fingers, and now you have a wing guy who you can get in pretty much any draft. Exactly. You know, and I, I just don't. You didn't improve yourself by doing what they did, in my opinion. Now, I could be, we, we could be very wrong, Sean. Jalen Brown could be an all-star in two years, and we could be sitting here hey. you know, with our thumbs up our asses. I'll but. be happy. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll lube my thumb up, dude, if that fucking goes <laughs> down. Jesus. 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 Oh, yeah. to drop at least one. But I guess, but I, guess I got to say this. I got to say this. Is that if or, we or, were or able one. if we were able to get Noel, 
<laughs> we're sitting here talking about throwing all this money at Horford. All this money at Horford. Yeah, but look at that front court though. That's amazing. But it's not it's Crowder. Not, it's not crazy money though. Right, but then but then even like But, but just think about it though. Crowder. I, I'm not the crazy money, but I mean Horford and then you got to sign somebody else. Horford and Noel. You have Noel then. Yeah. You have the, the starting lineup would be legit. You got Bradley, Thomas, Crowder, Noel, Horford. But Ducha, I mean, Philly I mean, walked I mean, away from the table. Yeah, but I mean, Philly, Philly changed Philly the line. walked away from the table because they were like, we're going to draft Jalen Brown here. You're going to take it away. Probably something stupid like that. There's a, there's a reason why that, that didn't happen. We don't understand I, I, it. I think, I think, I think Philly, got, <laughs> Philly got cold feet, man. Mike Gorman said. I, no, no, no. Mike Gorman said he got cold feet. They okay, got cold feet. Mike Gorman will always Gorman. say that everybody else but the Celtics got cold feet. Mike, I love Mike Gorman. Mike, He's Mike, my favorite Mike, no, person Tucci in the media. He does not like you. He does not like he you. He is my favorite person in the media, my favorite broadcaster of all time. But hey. find me a clip where he says something negative about the Celtics or Danny Ainge. Hey, got hey. it. But this was off, this was off the record. And I believe him. I believe okay. him. He Zach. Was, he was practicing for you to get on the record. <laughs> Zach, we appreciate you checking in, man. Yes, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, guys, check Definitely, out. Guys. Check out. We don't usually, well, unless, besides one other podcast, we don't usually uh, tell you guys to go check out another podcast. But check out this one, man. It's, it's at OTW Sports Radio on Twitter. It's called Off the Wagon. Uh, you can check them out on iTunes. Uh, subscribe. It's a great podcast. They talk about sports in general, not just basketball. And they're live sometimes too. Right? And they're live every. Oh, they're live every episode. Every episode. Every episode. But yep. then, of course, every single episode is also available on uh, on iTunes. Off the wagon. Check them out. Zach, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, gentlemen. Later. That's always fun. Yeah, man. Zach, Zach, Zach knows what he's talking about, man. And one of the things, one of the things that he mentioned that that I want to, I want to sort of. I guess get into regarding free agency. What did he say about free agency, man? I forget. Oh no, he he was um he was saying that the, the, this the Kevin Durant thing is kind of holding everything up for the Celtics. Yeah, because now a lot of people have been signed. Right. Even like even like second tier and third tier free agents that could help the Celtics. So let's let's now let's now look at it like we are able to. Let's say we are able to sign Al Horford. Where do we go from there? Is that it? Um, you try to get yeah, you, you, a you, rim protector if you can, yeah, you or get. someone to help you out. Well, on you're the, not on the wing, a, you, a backup you're small look, forward. You're looking for not max guys. At this well, point. yeah, but, right. But you get you get your max guy in Al Horford. You want a rim protector? Yes. Do we need a rim protector? Yes, I think so. Don't you think that Al Horford can sort of do that job? But then, but then you're yeah. But uh, Zach brought Zach, up a great Zach, point. Great yeah, point. You're you asking him to do more at this age year. thirty. No, and this 31. year. I mean, for one year. For I mean, you could bring back Al Horford and Amir Johnson and let, and let them split that duty because you forget Amir well, Johnson. That would be Amir Johnson's sole job. Well, Amir <laughs> Johnson. I mean, I mean, if Amir, Amir Johnson doesn't have to worry about scoring on the offensive end, I mean, yeah, he's a stick, and yeah, he, he's he's solid defensively, though. Oh, he is. Yeah, but one of the reasons I think. I uh, mean, you could just sign Horford and bring back Johnson and one, then go get another wing. One of the reasons I think a guy like like um, um, what's his, Millsap, like Paul Millsap. One of the reasons why he was able to do what he did was because of his inside-out game. You know, I think Sullinger had a hard time chasing him out there in the paint. I think Amir Johnson is more effective when he's, you know, in the paint in protecting the, paint. the rim instead of chasing guys that have that ability to shoot. Exactly. When you have, a, when you add a guy like Al Horford, he's able to do that, but he's not going to do both for you. He's not going to protect the rim yeah. and go out and chase a, a Draymond in Green certain, or or a, a Paul Millsap. In certain matchups, depending on who the Celtics play against, Amir Johnson, if he gets his touches. He he's effective, I think. Offensively, yeah. Offensively, yes. Well, we've seen that double double Amir. Remember, we mm-hmm. had that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I would love to see the Celtics do, if we can, and if you do get Al Horford, 
And let's say Durant's not sticking around. He's going back to OKC. Dirk Nowitzki is now a free agent. I was waiting for you to bring that up. Dirk Nowitzki is somebody that I think if you could get him with Al Horford on the same team, Brad Stevens would have fits. With that stretch, the best he's still the best stretch four in the NBA. But what what about someone like Paul Gasol though? I wouldn't mind Paul Gasol either. Uh, see, here's the thing about Paul Gasol. I feel like he's still at an all star level. He's, yeah, he's still at an all star level, he's but a great two way player. Can he, can he keep up with the Celtics? Though? But he's a great two way player. Can he keep up with his teammates? I don't think he has a problem I mean, keeping up with the Celtics. I don't, think so. I don't he, think so at all. His game. I mean, if you're gonna have the same slow down the offense, you would have the same he's question half, about no. And Dirk, and Dirk wouldn't slow Dirk, down the offense. That's the thing. That's the thing. You'd have the same question about Dirk. They both have the same effect on the offense. <laughs> yeah, but they're both at least with Dirk. You have the three point. They both can still score. They both can still score. Yeah, but Paul Gasol is a he scores in the paint. They Dirk Nowinski can, can pull your pull your defender yeah, out. They're, they're two different players. Well, Paul Gasol is a great passer for a big man. Now right those cutters don't coming in. And also one other guy that's passer. still out there that hasn't there hasn't been a lot about him at all so far, which is surprising, uh, is Harrison Barnes. Obviously, I think the Warriors are waiting to see what happens with Durant. But I think he's on. Isn't he on your no no list? Harrison Barnes. Yes. Yeah, he's on my he's no on no, my list. no no list too. I'm just, I'm just. I, well, I mean, is that somebody that you would want the Celtics to go out and get? No, we no. talked about wing no. wing help, but we said what second tier free agents, right? We're well, because about guys yeah, Harrison Barnes going to be Harrison Barnes going to be getting mm, Mac twenty million a year. I mean, you can save you can save that money towards something else. Yep, you certainly can, like a silent phone. <laughs> <laughs> well you wait played. and see. They're going to be well selling played. phones uh. without ringtones. You have to force well yourself to buy a ringtone. Okay, there Chris Rock. <laughs> All right. What did we miss, Joel? Was that was that your in case you missed it tone? Was that your uh, reminder? No, they were just bill collectors. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday, those motherfuckers. Uh, on Fourth of July weekend. In case you missed it. I, we were talking about the Milwaukee Bucks possibly going after uh, Dwayne Wade. And I was saying, well, they do have a roster spot available. And Why do they have a roster spot available? Because Mr. O.J. Mayo just got a two-year ban from the NBA Damn. for violating the drug policy. What drug of choice was Mr. Mayo consuming? We don't know yet because that was not released. I heard it was Molly. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I heard it was that Molly. That Molly? That Molly Molly. It's that bitch. Molly. You'll be eligible. You'll be eligible to reapply. Molly. Molly, I'm sweating. Spend it. You'll be eligible to reapply in 2018. <laughs> we need some drops. Is, <laughs> drops oh, yeah, we is, do. That's coming. It's coming. Big things. Is Mayo done? Is Mayo um, done? Yeah. Um, not necessarily. He could go play overseas for a couple of years, come back. I mean, yeah, it's a route that a lot of guys do. I mean, look at someone like... Uh, I mean, professionally in the NBA, you think he's done? No, I don't think How so. How old is he? He's not that old. No, he's still in his 20s. He's still... Yeah, he's like, going to be 30 soon, like but... Like 20, yeah. yeah, he's done. <laughs> yeah, he's done. Well, we have to... We're, I mean, let's well, think about it. As the Celtics are about to sign a 30... We're player. saying this with the... No, assu- we're saying I'll, this with the assumption that, you know, he's going to get... Let back in after two years. He has to still appeal. He has to, he has to, he has to reapply. He has to reapply. <laughs> if I'm him, the, the second I got that call from Madam Silver, I'm picking up the phone and calling Stefan Marbury and being like, "Yo, how's China, bro? I'm coming." That's where I would be, and I'd just be OJ Mayo and Steph Stefan Marbury just scoring 50 points a piece in the game, man. That's hey, all I would hey, do. Guys are getting paid over there. Man. They're getting think, paid. I don't think he's done basketball wise, but yeah. I, think, I think the NBA won't let him back in. They got to make an example. I think he's done because. What a I bad mean, time to kick out of the league. Yeah. Everyone's is, signing like. Yeah, he was a free agent. Hundred and fifty million dollar contracts, and what a time to be alive if you're an NBA uh, basketball player. Yeah. 
in case you missed it, USA Basketball released their uh, their roster, their final roster that's going down to uh, Zikaville. I mean, going down to Rio. I have no comments on Zika. <laughs> it includes three Warriors and Kyrie Irving. Okay. And the only two returning players from the 2012 gold medal squad is Melo and KD. What do you think? Well, Melo's the best Olympian player. Every time he goes to the Olympics, he lights it up every year. Nuts, yeah. This team has the worst Olympian basketball player that the United States have ever produced. Even, even worse than Christian Leitner? Christian Leitner, coming out of college, was a stud. Okay? Maybe his NBA career wasn't as bad. But, he, he but Harrison Barnes... But he didn't play, though. Harrison Barnes is the worst NBA player that has gone to the Olympics ever. We are witnessing history, people. We are witnessing history. Harrison Barnes is a top 50 player in the NBA, and he made the Olympics. Thank you, mosquitoes. Thank you, poverty of Rio. Thank you, collapsing economy of Rio de Janeiro. Hey, hey, you said you weren't going to go there. Thank you. You've ruined the United States basketball forever. Now, now, you watch. You you just watch. 2000 and what? When is the next Olympics? 2020? 20, yeah. It's in Russia. You know what kind of t squad we're going to have? It's going to be led by Solomon Hill, dude. He's going to be the biggest name on that team. I don't think there'll be any any outbreaks at that point in Russia. Like, Don like Maker. No, he's not even. He's not even the <laughs> United States. No, but you don't want to go to Russia either. No, no one cares about the Olympics now. Durant's like, Durant was like, oh, I love my country. I love this. I love doing this. Carmelo probably just said the same thing. Then they probably looked around like, Wait, the Browns not playing? Oh, that's all right. He went to the final, and they're like, oh, wait. Oh, you're not playing either? Oh, Steph? Oh, no, Steph ain't. Oh, okay. All right. But they're, they're all that going because they're they're healing. No, they're all And not. they're afraid of the Zika Oh, so James Harden had a tough season? James Harden had well, a really long season? That's a, that's their, that's what they're saying. I'm not saying that that's what the case is. No, it's because the Olympics are a joke. No, it's because the Zika virus is, is alive and kicking. It's because you no, know what's, you know what's the 2016 end? Olympics are a joke. A dead body washed up on the men's volleyball, beach volleyball tournament. All right, we're talking about basketball, but you got to go into that. You know what's going to end up happening, though? It's going to end up being like uh, the, the sophomores or three, four-year guys that end up going. All the veterans, all yeah. the top-notch players, they're not going to go. It's going to be more of those like, okay, if it's you're gonna go back a to couple of years into, exactly, or something like that. If you're a couple of years into your career, so then you go. So where and then it's like a four-year window, so every four years you're going to see new phases. Yeah, so when like where, where players should be like sophomores and juniors in college, they'll be... Three years into the into league. the league, right? You ever watched the FIBA American, the FIBA basketball tournament? Yeah, of course. Where like you see these dudes, and you're like, oh, you're still alive, man? Like playing? Like I think last year, um, oh, it's been a while since then some that happened. No, you're talking about like the '90s. No, with like the FIBA. No, I know, I know, I know, I know what you mean. You're talking about Which the is like the FIBA, the American happens tournament. during when the NBA is playing, and it's all the dudes that haven't made it to the NBA. Or have been in the NBA kicked out. Look at it. I, and it probably we won't look it up in time. But next time, look at the 2015 FIBA basketball roster. I'm on it. And you will you will know exactly what I'm saying. And that's what the Olympics is gonna look like. You, you mean like Luol Deng's gonna be there? Yeah, Luol Deng will be there in eight years. In he you, won't go in 2020. He'll be there in 2024. All right. So, you, you so know, I don't even think he's American. So I think he's Canadian. So you guys don't give a crap about oh, it, that's right. About me bringing this up. All right. Oh no, no. I'm I'm, gonna, I'm still gonna watch. I mean, it's, oh no, go it's, USA, baby. International yeah. basketball. Yeah, go USA. Great. The Olympics is gonna be great. Michael Phelps. In case you missed it, uh, the Celtics summer league roster was released, and 
They're clearly the deepest team ever in Summer League, which Champions. includes which includes a third-year invite, James Young. Thoughts? Um, I think that the team, the Celtics, will win the championship of the Summer League because there are about eight first-rounders on this team. Who's MVP? I'm going to go with my boy Marcus Thornton from Australia, baby. Oh, sleeper pick. I really feel like he's going to really play well in the Summer League. Give me my boy Jordan Mickey. Jordan right. Mickey, MVP? Double-double. Going to average about four blocks. Going to be about what? Maybe a, uh, 19, 19 points, 18 points, and 12 rebounds. There it is. All right, you heard it here first. Mickey will be MVP. Oh, actually, no. This guy says uh, Marcus Thornton. He says Marcus Thornton. I'm going Jordan Mickey, and I think his goal going into this next season is, is to, to stay up here. You know, He's not trying to go back to Maine. So uh, I would love to see that happen. We'll see if he can get into the, the uh, rotation, but he's going to have to play over over a couple of big guys. Ahead of him, but we'll see. Well, that's it for uh, in case you missed it. Obviously, there's uh, a lot of stuff still going on NBA free agency. We'll keep you Posted on that. Follow us on Twitter at Causeway Street. Follow us on Instagram, same uh, same handle. Follow uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Causeway Street Blog, and obviously our homepage CausewayStreetBlog.com. We got pieces up there about free agents, about the draft, about everything. Look it up about Kevin Durant, and also shout out to our to our homies out out west, the Open Field. They got uh, pieces on. Uh, they got a lot of NBA stuff up there. Yeah, they put up something about Durant to Boston, which I really liked reading. So yeah, and they ha- and they have a uh, they got a, they got a piece. It's like a th- it's like three parts. There, part one is up about uh, rebuilding teams that are, that that are that are doing it the right way, I guess, so to speak. And did you read the Jay Z piece, uh, Swayze? No. no. Oh, someone doesn't know how to read. <laughs> I said. <laughs> I said I was going to do it, but with everything going on this past it's week. It's not his fault. He can't read. He with, can't read. With, with everything going on with free agency, uh, I just didn't get to it. But I'll, you know what? I'm going to check it out this afternoon. Someday soon. John, where yes. can they find you on the interwebs? Uh, on uh, on Twitter. On you can, Twitter. You can get at me at, at Sean Dutra, S-E-A-N-D-U-T-R-A. Um, also, Dutra. that's about it, actually. Uh, I think it's the same thing on Instagram, but I don't even really use Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the same. Uh, Swayze, J-O-E. Underscore S W A Y one zero on Twitter, and uh, so by the end of today, guys, we will know where, where uh, Al Horford is going to play. Yes, year. by the time you're listening to this podcast, you're hopefully, gonna, know. hopefully you'll be able to tell where everything's going. But let's let's just hope that Danny Ainge has a plan. Put your trust in Danny, and if not, if we uh, and I, I will say this to sign off: if Danny Ainge does not get a big name free agent, I'm going to. F- lose my mind on the next podcast so you got that to look forward to oh yeah there's always that <laughs> but i i don't want people to think that i'm a negative danny ainge guy because last episode it did come off that way i actually love danny ainge. this episode we went to the draft talk again the draft talk the draft was just an epic failure man so whatever i'm not gonna get into that again but uh thanks for listening guys and gals and for steve Ballmer, this is it this is <laughs> steve Ballmer. yeah good day. go kd yeah oh nope